The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. What can I say? How the heck are you, Tony Zach? You look great. You know, I uh, I feel great. Um, things are great. Uh, business is good. Um, we've got a lot of stuff happening with uh, with work. Yeah, I've seen Speedy Mason uh, trailers uh, around Quick Trips. Right, I was uh, I had to go to to uh, Appleton. Oh yes. And so on the way back and forth, I stopped at a Quick Trip that's big as a high school. Yeah. I don't know um, where was it in Oshkosh or someplace. It was someplace between here and Appleton. Yeah. A gigantic quick trip. I've never seen one that big before. Yeah, yeah they're uh they're really building. And yeah, one of your of trailers. Phenomenal stuff. And um yeah, we uh we've got we've got some product here and there on, on some of their remodel stores right awesome. now. Awesome. So yeah, it's been going really well. So things for Speedy Mason are good, your family's good. Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while I see a picture of you and your family on Facebook and say, oh, yeah, there they are. They're still alive. Yep, we're still alive. They still there. have smiles, that's so right. that's pretty good. Yeah, and... We got the puppy's ten months old now. So awesome. He's uh he's growing like a weed. Yeah. It's, it's been well and when you're good. ten months old puppy, you're way old yeah. in dog years. Yeah, you're getting there. He's yeah, that's he's... uh so he he has less excuse for making a puppy mistake. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. No, no. Be giving me those puppy eyes. Yeah. Not, not too you many. You know puppy the deal now. Anymore, yeah. Are you gonna? Is he a hunting dog or what's uh, his deal? He, he, uh, he, he comes from a uh, a phenomenal pedigree um, yeah. with hunting in his blood, um, and you can tell that he's he's really good at that. Yeah. But I do not. I do not hunt him. I don't have enough time to to duck hunt and, and stuff like that. I just just not enough. I get just enough time to get out in the woods for opening day and. A uh, couple of things here right. and there. Well, dragging a deer back out of the woods is different than dragging a duck back. In indeed. Or yeah, indeed. Indeed. Probably try, but uh, yeah. it might not work. <laughs> well, good. So he's a good pet. That's awesome. Glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. So what have you been cooking these days? You know, um, I've been cooking a lot of stuff. You know, it's uh, getting that time of year where I like uh, getting into the soups and yep. things like that. I'll probably do some chili here this weekend for uh, deer hunting and whatnot. Uh, I love those uh, those big, rich dishes like oh. the Swedish meatballs and you know, the cream chicken and all those yeah, kinds yeah. of staples um, and whatnot. And we've got Thanksgiving in a week. In one week, we've got Thanksgiving. So Is uh, your Thanksgiving, I don't want to say the same every year, but you have staples. So you, you're going you're gonna to basket weave a turkey yep, and yep. bacon again? Yep, you I'll always do that. Do that. Bacon-wrapped turkey. We'll yeah. also do a deep-fried turkey as well. Oh. So we do both of them. Every um, year you do them both? Usually, so you have a crew yeah. over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, my, my mom and dad come down with my sisters and their kids and everybody so uh, cool usually uncle phil comes up i don't think they're going to make it this year um just with work and schedule and whatnot i but, get it um yeah but we we always uh, do the bacon wrapped turkey and the green awesome. bean casserole and michelle makes a homemade stuffing which is one's gluten-free one's regular um which is just over the top you cool. know I, cool. I never was a big you know stuffing guy but she's got it dialed in so i mean that's, it's just that's awesome. awesome so you know the cranberries and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's uh it's kind of a Kind of a staple, just the the same old. Kind One of, of stuff. these days, maybe right after Thanksgiving, since I know you're going to be in town, maybe I'll have some left over. I got a recipe for a meat stuffing that Mike Kratz's grandmother shared with him through the family years, and you it had is had meat. Oh, uh, it's all meat. Well, there's onion, and there's a little bit of breadcrumb, a little celery in there, maybe. And uh, nope, no, no celery, celery. Uh, no green stuff. No, no. 
No, he's sticking with the and, and right in the right on the recipe in his grandmother's handwriting. This is not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. Oh, but it's really oh, good because oh, it's you know it's it's ground pork and ground beef uh, and some other ground I can't remember. Pork and beef and uh, maybe it's just pork and beef. Ground uh, and um, a browned. Leave the grease uh, wow. for a five pound recipe. Two and a half pounds each. Leave the grease. Add a stick of butter. Butter. Then add the seasonings. A, a bun. A, two diced onions. Dice them fine. Mm-hmm. Allspice, cinnamon, and uh, something else. I can't remember. Another Maybe a sp- nutmeg. Another. No, it's a weird spice. All the spices were unusual. Mm. Allspice, cinnamon, and something else. Add and then just enough breadcrumbs. To the consi- to make it the consistency you want, because yep. at that point it's pretty loose. Yep. Yep. So just enough breadcrumbs to soak up some grease. Now, are you dried breadcrumbs or actual pieces of bread that are? Well, I buttered? I just do because the Italian I don't have enough variety of bread. Okay. So I what I used to do is go to a, a a restaurant in Onalaska that's closed now and buy a bag of their croutons. Oh, yeah. Because they made homemade croutons out of oh, yeah. all, you know, 65 different kinds of bread. Mm-hmm. And they're so, so good. And I used to use that. Now I just buy, you know, Italian seasoned breadcrumbs or something. Yeah. I love I making homemade in. croutons. Oh, it's so man. easy. Me too. But I want, you know, unless I'm just going to do sourdough croutons, yeah. which is fine. But uh, the, the kind you get at most restaurants are because they have sandwiches on their lunch menu, which means they get to the end of that loaf of bread, and nobody wants a sandwich made out of a heel, so they save that and make croutons out of it. Right. Maybe the last two pieces, the first two and the last two, sandwiches out of the rest, and that makes fabulous croutons. So you've got rye and wheat and mm-hmm. white and Italian and marble, and you know, you've got a bunch of different crouton, a variety of croutons, then... Add if you're going to add garlic or any seasoning to them. Sure. Oh man, those you can eat those just by a handful. Oh yeah, oh yeah, awesome. They're just delish. And then that's it. Yeah. And eat it and eat some tums. Right, because it <laughs> is it. it is a seriously heartburn city. <laughs> really, really. And I've never had. No one has ever tasted it and said, "Wow, you know." Just tell Kratz grandma that she's crazy. Yeah. I had one person say. Are you kidding? All of that? I I can't eat that. Way too many calories. Really? Oh, come it's on. Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Forget That's about what it. I said. Really? You're going to bust my chops over Thanksgiving calories? No, I'm not going to bust your chops at all, Mike, but I'm not eating that. <laughs> okay, good. More for me. Thank you very much. I'll scoop yours off the plate and scoop it on my plate. That's right. I didn't get this round by saying no thank you. Right. <laughs> that's all there is to it. So that that's nice that your your wife makes. Is it a historic family uh, yeah, I recipe? Think it's, a, it's a recipe that she got from her grandma. So it's just, yeah. uh, it's fantastic. And I, I don't even know it. She she does the whole deal. So she, Secret know. recipe? When she dies, you got to go talk to your grandma? Or I'm, your grandma's gone? Or I'm pretty sure she she's write it down open. someplace? She's, put it... she's pretty open. With oh, she'd the share recipes. it. Yeah. Well, On her dying? For sure. <laughs> Uh, it's probably in my Tony, come here. I write this down. Is, is, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know if really I have it in the cookbook. Might be in the cookbook there someplace. It might be somewhere in here. The family cookbook. Know. That's crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah, this thing is, uh, this cookbook has been added on to quite Well, you know, it's bit. it's interesting to me, and good for you, that you still use this paper and cardboard cookbook. Yeah, you know, and, you know, I, like we've said on the show before, I mean, I do a lot of Google, you know, if, 
Mm-hmm. I can't remember how long I got to cook those uh, bacon wrapped scallops in sure. the broiler. You know, I yep, got yep. to look that up. You know, but um, it's just a quick Google search and boom, there you go. A lot of the recipes that we've talked about in the past are, you know, recipes that you find. You know, like oh, what, what, let's do a shrimp scampi or mm-hmm. let's do mm-hmm. uh, chicken alfredo or whatever, and yep. just kind of watching some YouTube videos and seeing different techniques because there's all sorts of different ways. It's not like baking where you have you know X Y Z. Oh yeah, science. The, the cooking part, I mean, that, that's why I like cooking so much is because you can kind of dictate what that flavor base is going to be. Push, push adding. the cinnamon yep. or push the nutmeg. Yep, because yep. I'm not, push you know, the garlic, I'm not a huge cinnamon fan. So if I see cinnamon in a, in a recipe, I'm probably not going to put it in. Oh, now cut that out. You can't leave it out. You just well, don't I mean, put in extra. Well, true. Because true, then you're going to eat that and you're going to say, gee, Steve, you told me that your grandma's whatever was delicious and it wasn't. Yeah. Did you make it exactly like Grandma made well, it? Uh, oh no, no, yeah. I left. I don't like garlic. I left that out, and I left out the cinnamon. Well, okay, I, well, shut up then. You didn't make my Grandma's <laughs> recipe. You made something else. Yeah. And of course, it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I used my, and I'm just like I'm an adult now, trying to convince my kids. But back in the day, I was that kid who said, "I don't care. Mm-hmm. Leave it out. I don't like those. Mix them all together." And you know, I'm not a big fan of allspice. Uh, but I don't want a spoonful of allspice. Stir it in with this other stuff. Hey, you get a little allspice and, in yeah, there. Yeah. And it's, yeah. what's that flavor? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just the right amount. Yeah. Next time, a little less of whatever that is that's back here. Yep. Okay. And I keep my recipe book open a lot because I'll make notes in there as well. So if yep. it's a little too salty or, you know, if you're, sure. if you're dialing in a recipe, I'm always ex- expanding that recipe and yep. kind of tweaking it to get it right where I want it. Do you have anybody in your family who will sit down at the table and you'll set a plate or they'll go to the buffet, get a plate, sit down, and before they have a bite, they'll salt and pepper whatever's yeah, on the Yeah, that plate. makes me crazy. Oh. Actually, that just drives me I'm so glad bonkers. to hear you say that. Oh, my goodness. I, but yeah. Just taste it first because I, yeah. at, as, you, as, you, uh, as you make any kind of good dish, you're gonna, you want to salt those layers. So the, yeah. let's just say that we're going to brown up some meat. We're going to make a homemade you know, hamburger something. helper, goulash, sure, or something sure. like that. You know, I'm going to salt and pepper that as I as, Absolutely. I as I fry up the meat. And then as I add the ingredients, I'm going to salt again. Or if I'm adding a pasta to it, I'm going to salt that. Um, and, and those layers are very important to salt and season as you go and instead of just waiting until the end and throwing everything in. You know, you want to yep. get that layer base through yeah, there. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, when I serve a dish, I want it to be right on. Right. Know? And so... Usually, when I'm when I'm when I'm cooking, uh, let's just say Swedish meatballs, mm-hmm. I won't add all the salt into it. I obviously don't want it to be too salty, um, and so. But you, you need to taste it first before you start right. messing with it, right? right? And then a little bit of salt on there. Okay, there we go. Yeah. That that'll be that'll well. Be and everybody has a different level of salt lightness, right. right? You know, we both have friends that love lots of salt. I have I have a good friend whose dad is a saltaholic. Why he's not dead now, I don't know. <laughs> but he puts so much salt on, like, French fries, that when he's done eating and he can't, doesn't eat anymore, if he says, any of you guys, I got some leftover French fries. Anybody want my French fries? Everyone at the table says, oh, no. No, no, no nobody's <laughs> yeah. eating your Nobody leftovers because with... it's just a giant <laughs> salt lick with a little <laughs> potato mixed in. You have horrible taste. That's just salt. It's horrible. Yeah, I, I made a batch of Swedish meatballs one time, and Swedish meatballs are a lot of work. Um, they, they, they really are. I mean, you got to fry the meatballs, and you, you mix everything up and whatever. And I threw it all in, and then you make the gravy 
apart from, you know, the drippings and everything. Yep, yep. And for some reason, I doubled the salt. Oh. And I poured over the top, and I taste I'm like, whoa, this is, oh, no, I just completely Uh-oh. ruined my meatballs. Well, what yep. I was able to do is because potatoes absorb salt, mm-hmm. I took a couple of raw potatoes, and I sliced them into, like, quarters. Sure. And I stuck them in between the meatballs and in the gravy and yep, cooked yep. it that way. Oh, this drew, is before you cooked it. Yeah, oh, great, it great. drew out all of that salt, ah. and they were right on. And, and the potatoes could... were over the top. Was, like, <laughs> hey, I totally screwed this up. potatoes. I fixed it. Don't tell anybody. Right, that's right. right. Change the name, change the picture. That's funny. I wish I could remember specifically. I should have written it down. At a restaurant, my son used to live in uh, in Texas, and uh, uh, we, he took me to a, a really fun restaurant, and right on the menu – it said it, in a very humorous way, there are no substitutions. There are no exceptions. We have spent decades working on these <laughs> recipes to make sure that the combination of flavors is perfect. And if you don't like it, you should shot, You should eat down the street. Yeah, there's, there's a restaurant places. down the street that has no line. There's other places. There's other places. No substitutions. <laughs> uh, and I don't like that. I don't like garlic. Take it out. No. Nope. No. 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 That's not the way it's going to be. God. I'm so glad. You and I, we're, we sit at the same dinner table we do. all the time. We do. I'm cracking up. All right. little business. We'll be right back. We're Cooley Region Cooking. And by the way, if you've got any questions about Swedish meatballs or getting rid of salt or, ooh, remind me when we come back to tell you about lasagna soup. Oh. Baby. We'll be right back. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday from 10 to 11, we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. All right. Well, I would tell you about lasagna soup, and I can mention it in a minute, although I don't have the recipe memorized. But before that, I got to tell everybody that the super simplest, you, you brought in some bacon and some brats, by the way. Thank you very much. Delicious. Hey, I uh, brought in a couple of different types of bacon, um, obviously from old checks. Yeah, yeah, course. good uh, stuff. Some thin sliced and some regular sliced. Uh, yeah, honey cured, just delicious. And uh, some Gouda brats that I threw on those the babies are ooh oh, baby. Those are top. awesome. Smoked Gouda brats, forget about it. I mean, yeah. the best brat that I've ever had yet um, so far. You know, yep. I'm not going to say the best best brat ever because I haven't. Because you're not old enough to have eaten yeah. them all yeah. at some point. Well, um, and it's nice to say, oh, you make Gouda brats? Cool. I would have one of those yeah, and compare up. that. And uh, I brought in a couple of dips. I brought in a beer cheese uh, dip that's super simple. It's uh, it's two bricks of cream cheese, a packet of ranch dip, a maybe quarter cup of beer, and mix all that stuff together, and then just add you know, shredded cheese to the consistency that you want. Boom, done. <sighs> and then this other one that I brought in, which is... I think maybe my favorite dip of all time may be the easiest dip. <laughs> it, might, my, it might be mine, it, too. You notice that I scraped off the is, last of it with it my finger. so good. And it, you're, you're eating this with chips and, and yeah. pretzels and, you know, anything. And bacon. And bacon. I just ate mine with bacon. bacon but this, is, this, I'm telling you, is the easiest recipe. Two sticks of cream cheese and half a uh, half a jar of paste picante sauce, like the medium yep. paste picante yep. salsa. Yeah, yeah. Done. Picante salsa. Done. That's it. And two bricks of cream cheese. Done. And it's over the top. Nothing <laughs> else. That's all. And it, wow. I, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I would I, never have guessed and that. And I found these two recipes when I was tailgating a couple of weeks really? ago. Bruce and I went to the Packer game. Oh, sure, sure. And we were walking around, and um, uh, some of my friends that I had met on a trip to Dominican were at the game. They're like, hey, we hey. see you on Facebook. You're going to be at the game. Come and, come and join us for some tailgating. <laughs> and I tried these two dips, and I'm like, these, this, this one is incredible. And she's like, 
you, I don't even it's want scary. to tell you. It's so embarrassing. I don't even want to tell you what it is. And I'm like, no, really. She's like, Picante salsa from New York City <laughs> yeah. and two bricks of cream cheese. Done. That's hilarious. Yeah, just, and I've been making it like every week. Well, and it's <laughs> delicious. It's so good. I know. So stop being embarrassed. I'm, you know, that's good. That is just plain good. Yeah. It, it Loud is. and proud. It took me two minutes to uh, put this uh, dessert. I mean, this. Well, it's not probably dessert, but this oh, I've delicious. I've, I've eaten it for a main meal, dessert, appetizers. I would, you know, I, and as I have done any number of times, I made lasagna soup yeah, uh, the other day. This. And the That's recipe true. called for a, a pound a, a pound of ground beef. Well, or two pounds of ground beef. So I made it a little bit smaller. So I was going to use a pound of ground beef. Then I discovered, oh, man, I've got a pound of... Of mild Italian sausage. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. I also have one chicken breast, mm. which isn't enough to feed a family of any size. So so I cooked them together. Why not? And, yeah. And, and then it's dump and serve after that because it's in the crock pot. Crumble up a bunch of my uh, – I have a friend who is potato intolerant. Huh? I mean, you know, it's one. I feel you just won't tolerate them, yeah, or, you just, or you even things that have p- essence of potato, like riboflavin and enriched oh, flour, and there everything has p- medications of some sort, uh, 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 different vitamins and so forth. You can't, you can't if it has any of this. The list I don't have it memorized anymore, but uh, enriched flour is the biggie. There's potato in it. Yeah, and so and and it makes your joints all stiff and whatever. So potatoes are off the menu. That's so super little 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 noodles, because regular noodles, elbow macaroni and so forth, enriched flour. Yep. Eh. Mm. So I got to use hoity-toity noodles, which doesn't make me happy at all, because uh, uh, I don't feel like I'm a hoity-toity eater. I just have to eat hoity-toity ingredients. But you know, I feel badly <laughs> that well, you have a celiac in your family, don't yeah, you? Yeah, more than one. Celiac, yeah, so, yeah. So um, yikes. Yeah, we, I feel really badly. I'm never going to tease somebody who has to eat gluten-free. No, and and you know what? Um, she she became gluten probably about uh, about 17 years ago when we when wow. we had our first yeah. daughter. Um, it just came on. So uh, things like that it happens, you know. And you know, 17 years ago there weren't a lot of options for right. gluten. I mean, now you go into festival food, everything, and, I mean, aisles, aisles of yeah, and it's, and it's really actually really good stuff. I yeah, mean, the lasagna that she makes, she always makes um, a gluten-free lasagna. Yep, it's over the top. It's fantastic. Yep, and um, her her the fettuccine noodles that she makes. I mean, yeah. obviously, when you know me and the girls, uh, we uh, we eat our standard supply of gluten. You know, I need sure, I sure. need gluten. See, <laughs> see, I need enough gluten in my system. Stay together. To keep it going. Right, right. right. Um, so uh, so we'll we'll do our we'll do our fettuccine noodles and then Michelle will do her special kind. And, and they're they're really they're really good. I mean Yeah oh yeah. I and I I don't because that would mean making a meal that's just for me right. or making a meal that's just you know I'm so so I just get used to and the different flowers I can't even remember the name. Different flours, they take a lot longer to cook, and you got to get used to mm-hmm. uh, that change in cooking process. But they're, you know, they're pretty good. Yeah. I will never forget a, a line that I saw. It was a joke, I think. It may have gone along with a picture uh, on Facebook a number of years ago. Hey, you know, what'd you do this weekend? I went, my wife and I went out to dinner to a new pizza place with our neighbors. It was, they said, oh, you got to try this pizza place. It's delicious. And and it, they have a gluten-free pizza. You got to try that. And so they went. They had a good time. 
and their comment when they left the restaurant was, apparently, gluten is what makes pizza taste delicious. <laughs> because that pizza was horrible. What? So I will tell you that there are some there are some gluten free pizza crusts that are really really good. Yeah. And the key to making a good pizza crust that is gluten, gluten free yeah. making sure that you really cook it well oh okay. and so if michelle ever orders a gluten-free pizza she always says please make it well done Co- yeah yeah you want that well in thin crust you need so her pizza of choice is crispy yeah crust the uh, thin crust crispy yep yep and okay and i'll tell you i've i've eaten quite a bit of the gluten-free crusts because there's actually more sugar in there oh so it makes the crust a little sweeter yeah actually so it's actually really good if you find the right one obviously there's you know, sure there's all sorts of so shop range. around don't so just shop, have yeah. one and say nope they're terrible right right and then there's different some, there's some other uh crusts out there like uh, uh cauliflower crusts and things like that which really that they actually taste really good too so really depending on where you go i mean you can find some pretty cool cool stuff um you know i'm you know on the on the gluten side i can I can compromise, but when it comes to like veggie burgers and stuff like that, you know, yeah. I n- no. I have not had a veggie burger or you know, you know beyond the meat or whatever they're called. Yeah, we were. I've not we had were one at, that I thought mm, this is really good. Yeah, we were at the uh, we we did some tailgating this last weekend. I was mm-hmm. at the back room with my sisters, and um, we did some tailgating. And some some people that that came with us to kind of join us, they they were uh, they had veggie burgers like vegetarian burgers, and sure. they, and I cooked them up on the grill, and they looked. They looked actually pretty good, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and the guy was like, "Hey, uh, you, you, you want to you want a taste of this?" And I'm like, "You know, um, you know, you're you're a vegetarian, so you can't eat meat. Well, I'm I'm a meat eater. I can't eat vegetarian yeah, yeah. stuff. I, I would have a bite just because I've never had one that was any yeah. good. If you, hey, I got this. It's a well, the one I've tried before. I th- I don't remember what it's called. Beyond meat or beyond? Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? Yep, beyond meat? Called. Yep. Yeah. It, it's, I don't like it at all. Yeah. And so maybe there's a different because I would have a different gluten pizza. I would have a different veggie burger. The one that's called Beyond Meat is beyond tasty, as far as I know. <laughs> I you know I I don't. Know. Well, when I go to when I go to the pizza place, what is it? Uh, uh, not Papa John's, Papa where Murphy's. You, uh, Papa Murphy's. Yeah. Where you take and bake? Yep. Their vegetarian pizza is awesome. It's got really? a million vegetables on that pizza. Add chicken and bacon, and it's even better. Boom. Because what? Me bacon. What makes a vegetable pizza delicious? Bacon. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Can't ham. I learned. Did you know? I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to write it down the next time. The next time I have. Uh, from a quick trip told me that the jelly that's in a canned ham, there's a name for that? For, there's, a specific, there's a specific name for the jelly that's in canned ham. And it is, he said, oh, that's a delicacy. What is it? It's ham jelly. Right. I know, that's the joke. Oh, that's ham jelly. No, no, you're a gourmet cook. You savor that. You take that and you add some stuff and you stir it and you mix it cook it and it becomes omg sauce for your whatever had no idea i have for i haven't had a can in a long time but i scraped that stuff up and put it down the disposal faster than you could say yuck oh no 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 oh yes you gotta uh, think that's i know oh, and they're singing about the canned jelly from a canned ham <laughs> oh man that's gourmet stuff and i laugh about it because the same jelly is in a can of spam yeah, right. <laughs> oh, throw yeah. that stuff away. Uh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. And you're not a fan of no. spam? No. Have you had it cooked I, a bunch of different I ways? Have. I have. 
Yeah. Have you? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was a, it's a big thing in Hawaii. And my oh, yeah, absolutely. In Hawaii oh, he did? Years. So oh, we were oh. out there, and it was all about spam. Spam ah. was the thing, man. And you, there's all sorts of different ways to make it. And, you know, and None I, of them were good as far as you were concerned. Not as far as I'm concerned. But, hey, people, like, right, people like their spam, you know. Whatever. Pretty big pretty big company, I guess. <laughs> that Hormel, I don't know if you've ever yeah, heard of it. I, I've, I've, I've eaten some spam that I thought was pretty tasty. And I, I learned that because for, for a million years, in fact, I shared it on the air just yesterday or the day before I was talking about it, and one of my listeners said, man, I'm the only person in my family that likes Brussels sprouts. You, how did your kid cook them? I said, well, they were roasted, for one thing, and, nope. we, and in the dark. Because we ate, he lived in Austin, Texas, same kid, same restaurant that says no substitutions uh-huh. or go shot, go eat down the street. Uh, so in his driveway, by the light of the moon, we've got a, uh, he's got a Weber grill going and comes out of the kitchen with some kebabs and I don't know what's on him. Uh, pieces of pork uh, because, because I bought the, uh, the uh, pork tenderloin. So chunks of pork and then chunks of vegetables that they'd gotten at the farmer's market, including... Uh, beets, thick sliced beets, and cut them in half, uh, uh, Brussels sprouts, olive oil and some seasoning, sprinkle them on, skewer them on the, on the kebab, then put them on the fire, and they're done when the thing on the end starts to catch on fire. Yep, yep. You, uh, you take them off and you eat them, and they're, you know, charred, and it was awesome. I love What is Brussels this? That's a Brussels sprout? I, oh, my God. It was so I good. I never would eat them and. Then yeah. Michelle was like, hey, we got to get some Brussels sprouts. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then oil and some garlic salt. Yeah, and yeah, all kinds of seasoning. And, and then fire. Seasoning and then fire. Fire did oh. the trick. Fire, kaboom. Because put them in a casserole with a bunch of bacon and then put them in the oven. Blech. Yeah, or no, royal. Thank you. But yeah, you put them on a grill. On a, yeah, you got to have fire. Yeah. Even on a, even in a, a grill. I mean, at a broiler, you know, okay, because you can get them charred on a broiler. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somehow, somehow, fire just really changes it. Yeah, yeah. Fired Brussels sprouts or beets. Yeah. Two vegetables I am not interested in at all, yeah, unless beets. you come in off the grill. I guess I'm gonna have to try the beets on the grill. On the grill. Um, on the grill. Really? Not the broiler. Right. Okay. You know, not the oven. On the grill with there fire. There has never been a beet inside of my house, ever. Really? Oh, even man. your kids don't like beets. Oh, your man. wife doesn't like beets. <laughs> well, how could they like She's them a veg- if I don't bring them in? Right. Well, maybe uh, they had to eat out in the garage. You uh, stingy old I don't Grinch. Know, man. Really? I guess I'll give it. A how go. do you know you don't like you don't love beets? You, you haven't had one since kid? you were a kid. Oh, it's been a long oh, time. Oh, come on! Really? The last time you had a beet, you, know, you were ten. You know, I probably tried to beat ten years ago, and I'm yeah. like, still not there yet. Oh, God, jeez. Yeah, I should know better. I have a friend who's sixty years old. Doesn't like green olives. Never tasted them. You know why she doesn't like green olives? Because she doesn't like the way they smell. <laughs> and if you bring her a dirty martini and there's an olive in it, take it away. I can take the olive. No, no, you ruined it. See, I, I used to hate olives, and then I just I started trying them again, and now I love them. Never oh, even tasted an olive, but them. hates them. Oh. Really, really. Over the top. Yeah, hey, that's... so uh, Thanksgiving, next Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just make sure you're thawing out your bird. Um, way in advance. Way in advance. I mean, if you're just going to Thanksgiving's it, Thursday, so take it out of the ref, out of the freezer Sunday or Monday. Yeah, take it out of the refrigerator sure. and double check. I have done, uh, you know, like a 15 pound bird, and get ready to cook it, and it's all so you can, you know, sort of massage it on the uh, through yep. the plastic wrap and see. Oh yeah, it's thawing. Okay, take it out. Get ready to pull out the bag of innards inside. Yep. There's still frost and ice 
yep. inside. It takes yep. forever it does. It to does. defrost and, a turkey. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll take the turkey out and I'll put it in. I have a really large bowl, and then I'll, I'll put, um, like, uh, salt and, you know, whatnot. You, you brine your turkey. And I brine it. You yep. brine it. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. Get a, I get a good okay. brine. Well, that's going to help thaw it out, too. Yeah, so Water. Wednesday, um, I want to be brining it. And then, uh, no, I'm sorry, on on Tuesday, yeah, I'm yeah, brining. Tuesday. Wednesday, I'm prepping with the bacon butter. I make the bacon butter and all that stuff, and I rub it all over the, the, the bird and all that and let that sit and brine. And then on Thursday morning, I'm wrapping it with bacon, putting the rest of the bacon butter on it and, and stuff like that. And then it's probably going to go on the green egg again this year. Huh? Uh, the green egg was really, really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Super awesome. So that's uh, that's our... I and used then to, the other one we're going to deep fry. I had a grill that had... I don't, my grill now does not have a rotisserie adapter uh-huh. so i used to smoke it put it on the rotis and then put you know a bunch of uh seven uh, up not diet seven up and italian seasoning and uh, onions and garlic and stuff in the drip pan oh yeah and uh then hickory smoked uh chips in the back nice and cook it that way god that was so good yeah that's good stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. smoked turkey and all that that's i mean with the green egg and ba- wrapping it in bacon and, and stuff like that, you just get that smoky flavor. Yeah. And oh, does it, well, and when you're cooking your bacon wrapped, what do you set it down on? Because you can't set bacon on top of that right. grill so with I fire. Put it, I put it in a large pan, and then I have the the bird sitting on a rack, like on same, a rack yep, in a pan. Same okay. type of rack that I would use for like a uh, like a prime rib or something oh, like that. Okay. I always put it on same a thing rack. you put cookies on to cool them off when they're on the kind counter. Of, but the rack that I have actually. Oh, it's curved. Side, so oh, it's okay, curved okay. So got it, got it. It holds. And then I'll then I'll wrap the Excellent. top with aluminum foil. Oh. Because I don't want that, that bacon to burn. Right. right? Oh, yeah, so that's I'll why I asked. that real nice and tight up on the breast. And then about an hour before you're taking that off, then I'll take that aluminum foil off. Take the aluminum off foil off and, and, then, and then let it finish off. So cool. you get a lot of different types of bacon. You get the crispy up on top, and then you get the stuff on the bottom. And so you just... And then when you yeah. cut up the bird, you know, I, I cut up all the bird, and then I have people go through the line and, and, and whatnot. And, you know, you just kind of grab a piece of bacon here and some chicken. You learn about the fl- the tastes here. of various family and friends when they say, when you say, hey, the bird's good, help yourself. I took the, when I cut the bird, I set the extra bacon over here on a separate plate, help yourself. Okay. Uh, I noticed you didn't uh, take any bacon. Eh, too crispy. I had a family uh, member tell me, yeah, your bacon, uh, that bacon right there, I'll, I'll wait till maybe there's some on the bottom. Uh, but your bacon was too crispy. Not not c- cooked, not black, not yeah. like I mean, overly if cooked. If it's black, it's burnt. But, yeah, you know, wasn't, it wasn't burnt, it was brown, yeah. it was crispy. I like too, that. Too crispy, I know. I've see, never heard anybody that, say that before. I'll take that crispy and I'll put oh. it in with all the, the turkey and the other bacon. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Mix them with your green bean casserole. There you go. Or your dip, you know, what goes, oh, yeah. what makes a pizza better? Meat, you know, yeah, bacon. for sure. A dip, you know, with your, your two-ingredient dip that's awesome. It has three ingredients if you have extra leftover bacon. Uh-huh. Hey, and if you <laughs> haven't deep-fried a turkey before, super easy and, and very fast. Um, you know, uh, frying it in peanut oil is, is obviously is that the, the key? Way. That's, peanut that's oil? The key. Is it okay? Peanut oil really is the key. And then making sure that you keep that temp up on the on the oil. So when you drop that bird in there, obviously it's going to cool it down. Right. But you want to crank that back up to get it back up to about 350 degrees if you can. And not a frozen bird. Uh, Very important. Do not put a frozen bird in oil or it's 
your, it'll explode. It will blow up. Yeah, you, you can go to YouTube and see what'll happen to it's you and your idea. garage. My brother-in-law burned his garage down. Yeah, make sure that the turkey is one hundred percent thawed out. Yeah, it's and thawed. then you want to inject it. You know, usually I'll inject it with some sort of marinade, like really a, a butter creole marinade or something like that. So I inject. So you that. brine it and inject it? Yep. So I'll brine it. So just the the both. Really, uh, the wow. bacon wrapped turkey I'll I'll sometimes inject, but for sure the. The deep fried one, I'm gonna inject, and then okay. and then put the seasoning over the top, and then when you drop that in, I mean, it's three and a half minutes per pound plus five minutes. That's that's how long you're gonna cook it. That's all, and that's all. So and I know, and every, every and I've I've done that uh, once because I had to borrow a, a deep fryer because uh, I don't have the big huge but yep. well I have the big, big huge pot. pot. I didn't have fire uh, to heat it up, and it was too the the pot was too big around to fit on top of my grill. So I did it once when I borrowed fire from a friend. Uh, the, the, the issue is when people say, you what, you deep fried a, man, I've had, that's how you cook French fries and they're all greasy and yucky. <laughs> oh no, and blah, blah, blah. no, actually, no, when exactly. You, when you, when you, it cooks really fast, in, it cooks really fast, but it seals it's, the skin. Seals, so you, yeah. it's not greasy at all. Crispy. I mean, this, the crispy. skin gets kind of crispy oh, and the meat gets, stays juicy. And I've never injected my, well, I only cooked it once, but it was seasoning and stuff on the inside. But, uh, but I yeah, didn't inject it. It was awesome. And you know, another another good tip is I've I've deep fried turkeys all the way up to probably twenty one pounds. And what I've found is that the the best sized turkey is right around sixteen pounds for deep or, frying or less. Yeah. Anywhere between twelve to sixteen pounds is where you want to live when you're deep frying a turkey because those large birds you you might not get it all the way. You might burn it on the outside. You get it cooked all the way on the, the breast inside. Might yeah. not be all the way done. So. I would I would that. try and steer around that twelve to sixteen pound turkey if you're in a deep fry. Cool. Then do you just peanut oil? You don't season the oil? Nope. I just season the outside just of the oil. bird. So. And where do you buy a five gallon jug of peanut oil? Uh, Sam's Club. Really? Festival Foods. Yeah. You okay. Can, Sam's Club's so, probably going to be. I've never looked or, for it, but Sam's Club or Walmart probably yeah. your two best uh, places I for it. A... And you can reuse that oil as well. So if you uh, if you no, probably no, use it about two or three times. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. What's the next thing? So you're going to deep fry a turkey. On Thursday, yep, a week from today, then you're going to put that oil in a sealed container of some yep, sort. And I'm going to keep that in a cool, dry place. Yeah, probably in my basement in the garage. Or basement in the yep. garage. Okay. Yep. And then how long will you? When will you use it next? A year from now. Really, it'll oh, yeah. sit in a cool, dry place for a year. Yeah, oh, and yeah. still be okay. No problem. A no year problem for me. Yeah, I don't have a problem oh, with that. Okay. I, well, if you're still here, you're still alive. I noticed you weren't limping, and you still have all your fingers and stuff. So heat it back up. There hasn't fifty degrees. Yeah, if there's anything in there. I'm gonna kill it. But yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to have to worry about whatever's in there. It better be dead. Right. <laughs> Not telling anybody that. Uh, heck, if you own a restaurant, you can't use year old oil right. to recook well, your stuff. I'll, I'll be using it. A lot of times, I'll uh, I'll I'll strain it. And whatnot. So, oh yeah, yeah. Grainer, oh right? sure. Now yeah, the truth okay. comes out. Yeah, well, I don't just dump it right out of the jug right. back into the pot. You know, <laughs> I do a lot of treatment. You know, because the Zach Kitchen would. I don't want to kill my family. I still love my mom. You know. So, <laughs> ah, geez. All right. Last bit of business. We'll be right back. Cooley Region cooks Thursday from ten to eleven. I'll tell you a fast one, and then I want to know your mashed potatoes. My mother, who hates hated to cook. She was a really good cook because she had to for a while until my dad got high enough off the ladder he didn't have to do any traveling. Other people did that. <laughs> uh, uh, but mom cooked for us and she was a very good cook. I didn't realize till we were adults she hated it every time. She made 
so so we get a family Thanksgiving and you pick, whoever's hosting gets to pick the theme. And so, you know, my sisters who are creative and painful sometimes, the theme this year is purple. You bring whatever you want, but it's got to be purple. Oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. Or it's got to be Italian or, you know, yep. often it would be, and my cousin would always have, oh, my theme is going to be American, red, white, and blue. I, you know, good old American mashed potatoes and turkey and green bean casserole and all the boring stuff you grew up with. That's me, baby. Uh, nobody wanted them to host the <laughs> Thanksgiving because <laughs> it was always so boring. My yeah. mom said, well, I'll bring over my special rolls. She would buy two dozen Pepperidge Farm uh, slider buns. Oh, yeah. Put them in a paper bag, then drizzle in, I don't know how much, it doesn't matter, a bunch of melted butter and garlic. Then close the bag and shake them up. She learned that from my dad who used to sugar donuts from the cider mill. Put them in a paper bag, you know, then the excess goes into the paper and there's just enough on the buns. And then put them in the oven and warm them up. And she'd bring those to the Thanksgiving dinner and everybody said, oh, Fran, these garlic cheddar buns are delicious. Did you bake these? Yes, I did. did. I baked them in the oven for about 10 minutes till they were warm. (laughs) I bought them at the store, added garlic, cheddar, and butter, put them in the oven, and call them homemade, baby. Because I I made them in my kitchen. That was so funny. How do you make mashed potatoes? So, you know, mashed potatoes are, you would think mashed potatoes are just mashed potatoes, but they're really not. I mean, you, you want to... Make sure that you salt. They are if you're my cousin. They yeah. just plain old russets and I just, I, I love mashed potatoes. Make sure you salt that water while you're boiling them. Right. You know, boil them up so obviously you're you know you take a fork to them and they're falling apart. And then I usually add you know if I'm doing five pounds of potatoes I'm usually adding about a stick and a half of butter. So oh I'm, butter to yeah, the boiling water. No no no. I'll, oh I'll oh them. after yeah, after I'll they're take, cooked. Yeah, okay. Take, got it. Take got it. Potatoes out. Um, throwing in a stick of butter and then I'm going to. You know, put the potatoes on there so it melts the butter. Mm. Then I'm adding some salt and cracked pepper on there. Mm. And then I add a little sour cream a lot of times. Mm. Or I'll add sour cream and uh, cream cheese. There you go. To kind of cream Me too. That sour up. cream, cream cheese. The, the mashed potatoes should have a good flavor to them without the gravy. Right. You know, they should All by have, themselves. They should have a good flavor to them. Salt so, for, you know, Uncle Jerry who yep, salts everything. Yep, and, yep. And, you no know, salt for everybody you're else. You're going to put, you know, gravy and butter and all that yeah, yeah. stuff on top of them. But when you're making those mashed potatoes, be cognizant of what you're doing because you want the you want that side to stand alone. All by itself. Yep, all by it's got to be delicious. And then obviously your gravies and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. real simple. And then maybe, you know, depending on the, the type of potato you have, you might have to add a little bit of cream to it. Or Do you mix up milk. your potatoes? You know, a couple of Idaho's, a couple of Goldens, a couple of Baby just, Reds? Just all the same. All the same, you know, yeah, yeah, like okay. Idaho. You okay. Know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just curious. I dice my potatoes up so they cook a little faster. Yeah, I always cut mine in half or quarter them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Cook them, cook them fast. They, yeah, yeah, and they mush faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, one quick – how do I have time to do this? I, I've it, when I Because it sounds like your mashed potatoes and mine are very similar. I like uh, uh, cheddar in mine, so I'm making oh, garlic yeah. cheddar mash. Or throw some uh, – throw some – Or gouda uh, or gouda feta. Or, yep, yep. Some or parmesan basil feta, parmesan. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. Some cheese in there. Uh, I have – in in place of some, there's some cream cheese, there's some sour cream. Sometimes, depending on how big the pot is, either no sour cream or half sour cream and half Jimmy's Smokehouse oh, yeah. dressing. Yeah. You ever tried that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. It, it's just a weird, it's not a weird flavor, but, it, you know, it's, it's such a difference than mayonnaise yeah. or just sour cream. It has such a unique flavor. It's not overpowering. 
But if you yeah. dumb my mouth is starting to water, just yeah, think right? about it. That's a great idea. Yeah, a little, a little smokehouse, and everybody will say, wow, these are good. What's that? You got a thing going on uh-huh. back there. What is that? What's that secret ingredient? Like a that. big dollop of, and I make mashed potatoes, you know, so there's planned overs. Of course. Because I've never been able to buy an eight-pound turkey. <laughs> right. And so three or four of us are going to eat a turkey. It's still going to be 12 pounds. I don't oh. care. Yep. Plenty of leftovers and leftover mashed potatoes and leftover Grandma Kratz dressing. What a great yeah. sandwich that's going to make. Yeah, I'm, buddy. You know, panini that, baby. <laughs> it's going to be delish. But a, a little uh, garlic and a little cheddar or a feta and uh, and Jimmy's Smokehouse on the back. Yeah. Good yep. stuff. Well, hey, happy Thanksgiving. What do you drink? What do you, what um, did you, what's your beverage of uh, choice Thanksgiving? Beverage of choice, usually starting off with some Bloody Marys. Yep. Uh, we probably will go into some old fashions, whiskey and ah. old fashions. Okay. Usually we'll make some uh, brandy slush or whiskey slush yeah, and yeah. stuff. Obviously, you got some wine and things like that. So there's usually plenty to eggnog. Do you get eggnog out Thanksgiving uh, or wait? I'm usually, uh, that's usually a Christmas thing. Christmas, yeah. You know, okay. I'll, I'll get one container of eggnog. And get You're it. not a big eggnoggy? Not huge. Um, I like brandy and eggnog isn't your thing? Oh, it, that's a thing. Oh, that's oh okay. Thing. Grasshoppers? Oh, yeah, grasshoppers. A grasshopper, yeah, yeah, yeah. really good vanilla ice cream. That's yeah. what my dad said, you know. A grasshopper is good. It's simple. Vanilla ice cream, and you can use cream to Coke, or uh, we were... Got made them uh, a while ago and didn't have any cream to coke. What do you mean we don't have any cream to coke? Look it up online. You can lo- use Bailey's. Uh, uh, Bailey's is going to taste. Nah, 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 nah. Right, right. Nah, it's going to be brown. I need it to be green. A grasshopper. Bailey's is awesome. Forget about it's it. It's just it way more expensive than it cream to coke. True. That's it. So true. your your grasshopper is way more expensive. Tastes delicious. And my dad always said, you know the you know what the key is? French really expensive. You know, uh, Ben and Jerry's or somebody more than that, Lady Godiva, whatever that was, French ice, uh, fr- French vanilla ice cream. Oh, yeah. A billion calories per. You can gain weight smelling it. That's going to make a grasshopper that everyone's going to love. Indeed. That's going to be the good stuff. Hey, have a fabulous Thanksgiving. You too, Mike. Best can I get you to come days. back someday, some Thursday next year? I would think so. I know it sounds like a really long time, but, you know, next year's it's just right, a little ways right away. Here. It's 11 o'clock on WIZM Lacrosse.